Welcome back to First Gen Table Talks with Eileen Rivera. This episode is all about getting to know a resource that many are not familiar with. You may know that some offices had name changes due to legislation, but we are here to make sure that we are all aware and here for one another and want to help each other become that version of ourselves that we may have been carving out for years, or maybe you just started on that journey. This resource is for all students, but we want our first-generation students to be aware of what kind of help is out there for us. As first-generation students, we are not always in the know. In this episode, I hope to shed some light on a special resource. As our special guest today, we have Malik McBride, who is the Assistant Dean for Multicultural Student Services. If you could please introduce yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Samit McBride. As she said, I'm the Assistant Dean for Multicultural Student Services. I graduated from Southern Arkansas University, Little Town in Magnolia, Arkansas, where I was born and raised, and we are here today. All right, and the quote that we want to share with you all today is one that Malik actually chose. Yes, this is a quote from my former teacher uh, and current mentor, Larry Dunn. He always told us, there are those that make excuses and those that just simply get the job done. So let's get started. Yes, yes, yes. The first question that we have today is, where is your office located? So we're located on the campus of Arkansas Tech University in Mm -hmm. Dr. Brian 229. Now is that the first or the second floor? That is on the second floor. When you uh, come off the elevator or the step or the stairs, we are on. If you come off the elevator, we're right in front of the elevator. Mm-hmm. But if you come from the staircase, we are on the left side. Um, when you first walk into our office, we have a little lounge area for our students. When you come on back, we're in the middle of changing that into the Academic Enhancement Center. And when you hit a left, well, I'm sorry, a right, you will find my office. So what kind of space do you aim to create for students in this office? That's a good question. That was one of the questions that I got when I first uh, was hired for this position. But for me, just cultivating a space where students feel free to thrive, whether that is personally, academically, or socially. Just creating a safe space, truly safe. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you do for registered student organizations here on campus? So I oversee minority um, represented student organizations on campus. Um, Some of those organizations include um, BSA, Black Student Association, Latinx, Spectrum, NPHC. NPHC is also a Greek council, so they fall under Greek as well, but also our umbrella as well. And basically just providing resources for them, uh, providing support for them, and just knowledge and guidance for them as well. How can students reach you? So students are more than welcome to come out of my office anytime. I have a open door policy. I don't believe in the whole, well, I'm too busy. I'm here to serve students. And so anytime I'm not in a meeting or speaking with another student, students are more than welcome to come out of my office. Um, my office phone number is also 479-880-4372. They can contact us on our social media, uh, ATU Multicultural. Um, my email is mmcbride5 at atu.edu. He has various ways for you guys to reach out to him. <laughs> And he is a resource, so please be sure to use him Absolutely. and reach out for his help because he is a big help. Can RSOs partner with the Office of Multicultural Student Services? Absolutely. Tonight, um, for example, we are partnering with National Health Council for study night. Um, on October the 18th, we're partnering with Spectrum for International Pronouns Day. So the Office of Multiculturalism, we believe in collaboration because we are here to serve students and I have found in my years of student affairs, the best way to reach out to a large part of the student population is through collaborations. Does a student have to be in an RSO to come and meet or talk with you? Absolutely not. Um, I have also learned that sometimes student organization is not for everybody. Everybody is not 
meant to go Greek. Everybody is not meant to be a part of BSA or LSO. Sometimes we just need those safe spaces where it's an office, where it's a place I can just come do my homework, where it's a place where I can just come and vent. And that's what Multicultural Student Services is here to do. Yes, we are here to help with academic. Like I said, also personal as well. I always tell my students who do come in, whatever we talk about stays between me and you, unless you are a threat or harm to yourself or others. I have another question. Mm -hmm. What made you want to come to work at a PWI as a first generation graduate? Okay, that is a great question. I think for me, I attended a PWI, Southern Arkansas University, and the experience that I had as a first-gen uh, minority student at my PWI, I wanted to be able to provide that same service to Arkansas Tech students. At SAU, I had a mentor, now a current mentor, who he was the Associate Dean for Multicultural Student Services, and the support that he provided not only for me, but countless other Millwire students is what I look forward to providing to students here at Arkansas Tech University. And what made you decide to take on this department? Knowing that this position hadn't been filled in a few years, I'd assume it has something to do with your previous work in multicultural services. Yes, yes. So I'll honestly say I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. And in my past position, I was the curriculum coordinator slash academic advisor. And it was just time. It was time. You'll know when it's time to move on. You'll know when it's time for that chapter to close. And I knew it was time for me to close that chapter. However, I'm going to be honest, a lot of jobs I was applying for, I was getting interviews. However, I wasn't landing a job. And I'm a firm believer of what is this teaching me slash what is this preparing me for. And it was times where I was becoming discouraged. However, I knew when that job came, it was going to be meant for me to take that position. So I applied for this position because before I was a um, curriculum coordinator academic advisor, I was also a graduate assistant for Multicultural Student Services at SAU. So when I applied for this position, honestly, I didn't think I got it because I interviewed mid-June. I didn't get a call back until almost the end of July. So like I said, I, was at, I wasn't having the best interview experience. However, well, I was, I was having great interview experiences. However, I wasn't landing a job necessarily. Okay, so going back to everything happens for a reason. I knew when I was selected for the candidate for to, be, to take on this role, I knew that it was meant to be. I've always, the reason why I joined Student Affairs is to be the support and of service for minority students like myself. So I knew it was meant to be when I took on this role. What kind of support do you hope to provide for our minority students here on campus? Okay, that's a good question. I would say providing direction. I always say students do not take advantage of services because they don't know of these services. For example, some students may come in and talk about, oh, I'm just not doing well in this class. But we're not utilizing utilizing the sources that are here because sometimes we don't know those sources are here. We don't know that the testing center is here. We don't know that disability services is here to help us accommodate our needs. So also just, I'm a firm believer that representation matters. Not all student affairs professionals come from a background where they were the minority student, where they were the first generation student. However, I was that first generation student. I was that minority student. Now I'm that minority graduate student. I'm that minority professional now. So just being the success story, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. um, and letting students know that it is possible to come from a low income background household. It is possible to come from a first generation household and I did it in three years it's not to say oh I to toot my own horn but like I said to express that it is possible despite all odds that we may see yeah what kind of networking would you say that had to do with your success or what kind of resources would you say helped you the most as a first generation student I would say taking advantage of everything and I think people we use that networking where it's so 
professionally and make it so scary. Networking is simply having a conversation, and we don't even know that. And I'll share my story if I don't mind. If you don't mind, I'll yeah, share my story how I got into student affairs. I was working at McDonald's, and I was getting ready to graduate from Upper Bound the next day. And at the time, I did not know she was dean of housing, but her sister was the assistant director of Upper Bound. And she came through the drive-thru, and I was like, you have an ice cream cone, you know, with a smile. And I was like, oh, you're Miss such and Such's sister. And she was like, yes, I am. And just by that smile and having her that ice cream cone and being professional the next day, when I was getting ready for upper-bound graduation, the assistant director was like, you um, saw my sister uh, yesterday at McDonald's. And I was like, yes. And she said, basically, she wants to offer you a student worker position. Mind you, I hadn't even started college yet, so I, here I am already have my student worker position. So I got to that position um, that second semester, I became a resident assistant. I was a freshman, a resident assistant. Graduating three years, came a graduate assistant, well, graduate assistant for multiple student services, then academic advisor slash coordinator, now assistant dean. So I say that all happened because of ice cream cone. So that's the power of networking. Mm -hmm. um, just simply being you, being authentic, but also professional. Um, being polite, I think so often we forget that basic rule of treating others the way you want to be treated. Everybody wants to be treated with respect, whether we say it or not. We want to be treated with respect. We want to be noticed. We want to be visible. So those are the keys that I say when we think of networking. Not all this. Don't get me wrong. Yes, look the part. However, don't forget the basics as well. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that story with us. What kind of challenges do you think like you face whenever, you know, this position is new. Students don't know who you are really. Mm -hmm. So whenever you reach out to them, what challenges do you face from students? One challenge that I face is that y'all do not respond to y'all emails. <laughs> and I think that also goes back to, we talk about that in student affairs, meeting students where they are. It's important <laughs> to create those social media platforms because everybody is on Instagram. Everybody is on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Everybody is on Snapchat. So creating those social media platforms where we can meet our students, also challenging myself to get out of my office. Yes, there is work that I have to do in my office, but if I want to meet students, I have to get out of my office. That means going to the cafeteria. That means going to Tech. That means going to student organization events that they're hosting, even if it's past five o'clock. Being there, like tonight, I go to the event from seven to 9 p.m. Um, later on this week, I go to an event from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. But just being present. But yes, I will say the challenge that, that I face is the communication part, but I have learned that I have to get out of meet students where they are and that means get outside of my office and getting on social media and how could we as students help you to curb those challenges respond to y'all emails I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but no i was also say spread the word um i think student affairs professionals we can go to classrooms and talk about the services that we offer mm -hmm. but when a student says oh i went and talked to malik about this situation and he helped me mm -hmm. or i went to the counseling center and they helped me. So I would say when students spread the word, that makes a world of differences as well. Are there any other little little pieces of advice that you might want to give other first-generation students or minority students? The advice that comes to mind at this time would be see it through. We are at the point in October where we're at midterms, and I always call it this is the oh snap moments of college, especially for our first-generation and freshman uh, students because now the fun has kind of died down and now the classes are getting more rigorous and more serious. But I say see it through and you're going to face obstacles. So you're going to face challenges. Remember to utilize your resources, but see it through because on the other side of all this is going to be great. Remember your why. Remember why you came to college. 
whether it's to be the first in your family to graduate, whether it's to be able to go back to your family and be able to provide better resources, whether it's financially, social skills, anything. Remember your why. And I always tell my students at the beginning of the semester when you're in your happy stage, the honeymoon stage, write down your why. Write down why you came to college. That way in those dark times when that test isn't going, when that class isn't going the best, you can reflect on that and use that as motivation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, So we hope to see you around soon. And also, you guys remember his office is DocBrian229. Please make sure to check out our social media platforms. We are on Instagram and Facebook. And on Instagram, we are ATU First Gen. And on Facebook, we are Arkansas Tech University's First Gen Student Experience. On campus, we are located in Doc Bryan 171. Don't be scared to pop in.